Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rough Draft Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Nathan Leakway. Hi, this is Karim. Isaiah Reynolds here. And uh, for this episode, we're going to be focusing on the Writing Center. We've got a bunch of interviews lined up, including an interview with Dr. Peck, who runs the Writing Center. Karim, have you used the Writing Center at all since you've been a student here? I have a little bit, mostly my freshman year. I uh, haven't used it recently because, you know, at this point, senioritis, you know. Totally. You either have it or you don't. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's a great service, and students in all sorts of majors should definitely take advantage of it. But um, let's get into this first interview. All right, I'm here with Dr. Peck, who works at the Writing Center. Thanks for coming on the Rough Draft Podcast. Happy to be here. Awesome. Very excited to talk to you. As, as a writer and a reader myself, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you. Talk a little bit about your background, your educational background, how you came to like reading and writing and, and how you came to work in the Writing Center. Yeah, absolutely. So I have always loved reading and writing. We found a like home video from when I was a kid and I was like doing a like writing lesson with my stuffed animals. So it's always been something that I've I've really liked. Um, I was an English major in college and I just knew I wanted to to work with writing, to work with with reading. Um, And when I went to graduate school, I got to work in a writing center and just loved it. I loved getting to work with writers one on one and really talk about what they wanted to kind of focus on and knew that was that was really where I wanted to put my focus. So I got a chance to work in a writing center and then had the opportunity to actually leave the writing center here at York College. Awesome. I wonder, uh, when, when did you first notice that you were interested in writing and reading? Was, was there an author or a book or something that like you realized, this is what I want to do? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of reading, I was always a big reader. The Harry Potter series came out when I was a kid and I, yeah. you know, just tore, tore through those. I don't think I really thought of myself much as a writer. I always did fine in school and I like to write sometimes, but I wasn't really much of a creative writer, but I felt like I really knew how writing worked mm-hmm. for school. Um, and so academic writing is actually where I felt sort of more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I've become more interested in creative writing and do it kind of on my own. Not sure how good I am, but it definitely really joy getting to do it. But I think what I like about my job in the writing center is academic writing isn't everybody's favorite thing, but that being able to help people be more confident and think about how writing can help them achieve goals in a class or their career goals, that just feels really meaningful to me. Um, And so that's that's the work I just really like to do. How important do you think reading is to becoming a good writer? I think it's so important. I think that reading helps us internalize a lot of things, both how different genres work, what sounds good, what doesn't, even just how grammar works. I think that if you're not reading, it's hard to then put that into practice in writing. So I think they're totally interconnected. Totally. Do you have any, uh, do you have any favorite memories of working in the White Writing Center? I think just One of my favorite things has been just how awesome the writing tutors are. Just such a good, kind bunch. I've had several instances where they have just, I feel like, gone above and beyond to make 
everyone feel kind of welcome and cared for, including me. A couple years ago when my father died, they put together a care package for me, which was just so great. And again, just I think anytime I get to spend time and just see how caring the, the tutors are, that those those have been my best memories. Yeah. And what kind of students do you guys see? Like, I'm, I'm sure you get students from across all disciplines, creative writers, people doing more technical writing. We do. And so I'll say that our FCO classes, I think, are our number one mm -hmm. customers, yeah. just in terms of where kind of the focus is on that class. But we really do try to emphasize that the Writing Center is here for all students. We see a lot of business students. I think the business school is okay. really pushing kind of effective communication. Um, we see a good number of nursing students as well. We see some creative writers. I think we'd like to see more. Yeah. A lot of the tutors in the writing center love to write and would love to talk to other writers about what they're doing. And so I think sometimes students don't even think of the writing center as being for that. They think about it just for academic writing. So I think we'd love to see more of that in the writing center. Yeah. Yeah. That That's good to hear, especially as someone who wants to do some creative writing, you know, like I get it get, getting your writing in front of like as many people as you can and getting as much feedback as possible before you publish i think is super important like you said um do you have any advice for students who might be either anxious about their writing or maybe anxious about making an appointment at the at the writing center yeah absolutely and first i just want to say i totally understand i think that sharing our writing is vulnerable okay. um that there's a piece of us that that's in there and you know, I, I see a lot of students, you know, they'll they'll come in for their first writing center appointment and they'll be like, I'm a bad writer. They want to like set that set that first. So I definitely understand. But I think the most important thing is to know that the tutors are super nice. They're not going to judge you. This is not going to be a bad experience of, you know, they're going to have the red pen and be circling things that they're working in the writing center because they like writing and they want to help people. So I think Something that I hear all the time is, I was really nervous to come into the writing center, but I feel so much better now that I have, or I'm going to come back and, and do that again. So I definitely understand that first appointment can be, you know, make you anxious because you're just not sure what to expect. But over and over, the pattern that we see is that people really have positive experiences and find it really valuable. And as far as your tutors go, I, I wonder if you've heard from any of them what benefit they've seen from tutor writing, if it's helped their own personal writing at all, and if maybe it's informed what they would like to do in writing as a career. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that, you know, the old adage, like the best way to learn anything is to teach is just very true. Tutoring that when you have to explain things to other people, it makes it just very explicit in ways that is helpful for your own kind of process. I think this is particularly true for grammar. A lot of tutors are like, oh, I don't know if I can be a tutor. I don't know if I know enough about grammar. Yeah. But from the process of being a tutor, they learn kind of more because they have to figure out kind of how do I explain this? So I think absolutely. And I think that there's confidence that comes with being a tutor of being sort of viewed as someone who has knowledge and expertise about, about writing that's really valuable. And I think even even if you're not wanting to go into education now, of course, those that want to be teachers, I think tutoring really sets you up kind of well for that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that just being able to have a conversation with someone, help them figure out their priorities, what they want to work on, kind of set an agenda and meet some goals. 
those are skills that are attached to lots of different careers. And so I think that working as a, a writing tutor is valuable experience no matter what people want to do with their life. All right. So uh, NaNoWriMo is coming up. If you don't mind telling us about that, how students can get involved. Yeah, absolutely. So NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month. Right. So this is a, um initiative that people from around the world participate in. And it is a challenge to try to write 50,000 words in the month of November. So try to write basically most of a novel in a month. Pretty crazy challenge, but the focus is to just prioritize your writing. So we in the Writing Center, as part of kind of a writing group that we lead, do participate in NaNoWriMo. Now, I will say that if the 50,000 words is really intimidating to you, you're not alone, don't worry, that you don't have to worry about necessarily meeting that goal still to participate. I know last year when I did it, I made it to about 25,000 words, so only about halfway. But for me, that was still way more than I would normally write. It's a lot of words. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of words. And so, you know, the kind of idea is that you start from the beginning and try to write as much as you can. But really, you can do anything kind of that you want with it. So if you're interested in participating in NaNoWriMo and want to have kind of the company of other writers that are doing that, you can reach out to the Writing Center through our email. So that's writingcenter at ycp.edu. And we'll get you connected to other people that are participating in the challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we got one final question for you. I wonder if you are reading anything right now and if you could recommend anything for our listeners about what, you know, what to read. Sure. So I will say in terms of my my reading, and this is, I think, especially during the pandemic, I've really um, enjoyed just comfort reads mm -hmm. as part of my. Yeah. Um, Me too. Nurse. Yeah, as part as part of just the reading that I do for pleasure. So I actually discovered reading like romance novels, which is not something that I ever thought would be something that I that Heck I yeah. read. But I I just devour them now. Um, I, I really enjoy them. Um, and so right now I am reading a slightly older series from Lisa Klapis from, I'd say like the, I don't know, 2010s kind of time frame, um, her, her Wallflower um, Regency era romance series. So yeah, that's been kind of something that, again, it just, I know there's a guaranteed happy ending. And so that is always really enjoyable to yeah. kind of have that safety net when I'm reading. Yeah, I, I find myself have done I've done the same thing, you know, the last couple of months, especially I'm reading like a bunch of Westerns, It's like a lot of cowboys for me and just, yeah. very, you know, like, yeah, there's things some, that bring me comfort. And yeah, there's something really comforting in just genre. Yeah, like, totally. Because, totally. you know, you know what to expect. Um, and, you know, obviously, sometimes the you know, the thing that is different and bends things can be really fun and can break you out of that. But yeah, there's there's something to really be said about about genre fiction when you know exactly what it is that you're getting. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Rough Draft podcast. Appreciate your time. And uh, hopefully we'll see you in the Writing Center. Yeah, absolutely. Hope I see uh, all your listeners in the Writing Center. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks. And now a word from our sponsor, the Writing Center here at your College of Pennsylvania. Are you having trouble researching a topic? 
Need help developing a thesis? Not sure how to properly cite a source? The Writing Center is here for you. Located in Room 11 of the Humanities Building, the Writing Center supports any type of writing and writers at any stage of the process. They offer individual consultations in person or over Zoom with trained, peer, and professional tutors Monday through Friday. The Writing Center also offers drop-off essay reviews for students who can't fit a meeting into their schedule. Simply submit your assignment and a tutor will send you comments the same day. Plus, this feature is available every day of the week. All you have to do to schedule an appointment is log into your MyYCP account, click on the Writing Center icon, and choose Writing Tutoring from the drop-down menu at the top of the page. It's a super helpful and judgment-free way to get feedback on your assignments. So what are you waiting for? Head on down to the Writing Center in Room 11 of Humanities Building today. Side effects may include an annoying increase in ego, the envy of all students and teachers. The Writing Center does not guarantee any grades. If you have writer's block for more than four days, please consult the Writing Center director. Hello and welcome to an episode of our documentary series, The Wilds of Writing, an exploration of everyday writing centers. I'm your host, Walmart David Attenborough, and today we'll be observing an appointment between Dr. Zerby and student writing tutor Lexi. Dr. Zerby is a professor of English at York College and teaches numerous classes, including editing. Before teaching at YCP, he received his PhD from Purdue University and edited a national cancer research journal. Let's listen in on their appointment. Hi, I'm Lexi. What are we looking at today? Hi, Lexi. I'm Dr. Zerby. I've gotten some complaints about this email I sent earlier, and I wanted your help revising it. Sure thing. Let's get started. So you start your email with howdy, y'all. My first suggestion is when you're addressing a professional colleague, you always want to start with a formal greeting, like dear so-and-so, or even a more informal greeting, like hi. At the beginning, you have an appropriate greeting for each audience. Exactly. And then additionally, over here in the next part of your email, you say, I hope you're all excited for Thanksgiving break, hyphen, I know I am. This is actually a spot where you'd want to use an M dash instead of a hyphen. Finally, my last suggestion that I'm seeing here, at the end of your email, you say, let's eat students. You don't have a comma here, so it sounds like you're trying to eat students. You want to make sure you put a comma after eat so that you're inviting the students to eat instead. Thanks, Lexi. While I'm here, do you know how to do page breaks and hanging indents for citations? Sure. So for a page break, all you have to do is hit Control and Enter. Or if you're on a Mac, you hit Command and Enter. And for hanging indents, you can either use the setting in Word to do it for you. It should have a setting for you to use it. And in Google Docs, you can use the ruler at the top to set the appropriate indents. Thanks. I've been trying to figure that out for weeks. No problem. Do you want us to email any other professors about your work? No thanks, that won't be necessary. And you see Karim and Nate who are totally here in the background because I didn't forget to write an ending for this script while you were here in class. That's how we can solve the zombie apocalypse. It all just boils down to one little comma and when we tell people not supposed to eat students, this outbreak of zombies will stop, hopefully. This just shows you the importance of grammar. And thus concludes our little radio drama.
Hello everyone, this is John. I'm here with Emma Simpson. Here to talk to us today about what it's like to be a writing tutor here on campus. Thank you, Emma, for coming on. Of course, thank you for having me. So, how'd you get involved with the Writing Center, first off? So, when I was in high school, I was invited to be a writing tutor for my high school. And so then when I got to college and found out that we had a writing center that paid tutors, I was really excited. So I went and talked to Kim and she explained to me about like taking the writing, teaching a tutoring course. And she got me into that. And now I tutor. That's awesome. So you got a head start on it. Yes. So what was the difference between high school and college writing centers? So in high school, our writing center focused a lot on like final drafts and making corrections to papers that had already been submitted. We didn't do some of the stuff the YCP Writing Center does in terms of you can bring a prompt in and kind of spitball and walk away with an outline, or you can come in with an outline and then work on moving from an outline to a final draft or a rough draft. My writing center in high school just focused on editing complete rough drafts. Yeah, yeah. So it's more comprehensive and Yes, yeah. That's good, I guess. That makes sense. So what do you like about working for the writing center? I really like the environment that it creates. I love getting to work with students and their writing, mostly because I get to see a lot of writing from classes that I'm not in. I get to see a lot of different styles, and we work with everything from students bring in essays that they're writing to hopefully get scholarships to creative pieces. I've even worked on people's presentations. So it's really cool because you get to work on just like a ton of different types of assignments and then they cover a ton of different categories. So I'm always learning something from these students. Yeah. And I know personally, I've taken resumes to the writing center. I've had yeah. a senior thesis. So what are some of the most memorable moments you've had at the writing center, either with students or your peers or both? One of my favorite assignments to work on was I had this student and they came to see me four times throughout the entire semester and they were working on a really cool piece for their literature and film class. And their paper was comparing The Shining novel to The Shining the movie. And I've never seen either, but I do really like horror films and horror books. So to get to read his comparison and just also to see it from, we started with just the prompt, we made an outline, and then he brought me a rough draft, and then he brought me a final draft. And so to get to work on one, such a cool project, and then to see it not just once, but to see it like the whole way through and watch it grow over the entirety of the semester, it's it's one of my favorite memories from working in the Writing Center. Nice. That's awesome. As a Shining fan of both the novel and the film, I said I can highly recommend them. So. It's, the, it's the reason I watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So for listeners who don't know or who aren't familiar with the Writing Center, there's a whiteboard with a bunch of surveys yes. uh, there. Stuff like, what's your favorite Dorito? Is Taylor Swift the genre? Yes or no? Lexi will kill me if I say no. So Taylor Swift is a genre. That's, yes. That's final. What is your favorite survey so far? That's a really hard one because there's a lot of good surveys. I liked the one about whether or not bees actually belong on knees. Okay, yeah, yeah. They definitely <laughs> do. But I think currently I'm also really enjoying the fact that they're asking if sushi is a sandwich. And it is the only poll I have seen in its entirety for every person who has answered it to say no, sushi is not a sandwich. It's unity. And it's the yes. only all I've seen have a <laughs> unanimous answer. Yeah. I feel like sushi's more of like a, a burrito, if anything. We've had that conversation in the writing center. But they're before. also asking if burritos are sandwiches. Yeah. So some people believe burritos are sandwiches, but sushi is not. So there's a hard line there with sushi. I do not know why. Yeah, this is, this is very debatable discourse that we have <laughs> in the writing center. Uh, so check it out if you want to have more of that discourse at the yes. writing center. So do you have any advice for students who might be anxious about their writing or who are anxious about making an appointment with the writing center? 
We seem a lot scarier than we are because it's very intimidating to go to someone who's supposedly like the tutor, the expert, but I promise you, we're just students too. The amount of times I've had to stop appointments to be like, hold on, I'm gonna need you to wait one second while I check that with another tutor or with my boss. We're just students too, and we're just there doing our best. We we seem a lot more intimidating than we are because our pictures and the website makes it seem very, very like professional. But just come in, talk with us. You'll you'll figure it out. We're very calm. Yeah. And Dr. Zerby likes to say language is tricky, writing is tricky. So mm-hmm. we're looking at our style editing class right now. Yeah. So, yeah. And writing tutors definitely don't judge anybody. They're not they're not there to judge. They just want to work on that piece and we all ask each other for advice. So you don't have to worry about being judged. If anything, your tutor is going to feel self-conscious. <laughs> yeah. It's a very judgment-free zone. It's good to hear. Yes. Shifting gears here for a little bit. You're a dual major here at yes. York. Uh, professional writing and HR management. Correct. I don't know how you do two majors. I can barely handle one. So congrats <laughs> to you. Uh, so what made you want to dual major? So I originally came in as an undeclared student and I wasn't sure what I wanted degrees in. I started off taking like general business courses and I ended up finding out that I really liked the HR management class that I took. And then HR management majors have to have a minor. I wanted to be a writing tutor. I took the class for it. And that class also contributes to a writing minor. I started taking classes to fulfill a writing minor, and I just loved the classes and the professors so much that I pulled up Excel and I made some spreadsheets and I was checking and I was like, can I get a degree in both? Like how many writing classes can I take? with my HR classes. Um, And it just happened to work out with the Constellation overlap and the gen eds and everything. So, and of course, Dr. Kutrafello helped me out. He said, you know, we'll make it work. We'll see if we can get you to count a couple things twice here or there. So it it was really awesome. The staff here really helped me get to do that, but I did it because I just love the writing department. The professors (laughs) and their classes are great. Yeah, you can probably chalk it up to Doctors Peck, Kutrafellow, and Smith. They are probably the reason that I am a writing dual major. What made you want to get into HR originally? I'm not really sure. I just started taking the general courses for it. And then I was taking business gen eds. And I was that course was recommended to me by one of the advisors. They were like, hey, if you think that HR might be something you want to do take this one general hr class see if you like it and i took it and i loved it and i was like this is what i want to do this is how i want my career to be so there we go that's great oh, one final question uh you're also the vice president of cab uh can you tell students who aren't familiar with cab what cab does sure so cab is the campus activities board and they're responsible for hosting at least three events every week and those events are always super fun to go to. One of our most popular ones is bingo. We also do trivia. We do small daytime events. There was free mac and cheese this week. So they are also responsible for hosting some of the larger events your campus sees. So like fall fest, spring fest, and of course the YCP spring concert. So some big things, some small things, but we're always hosting entertainment for the students. Our main goal is to give kids something fun to do. Well, thank you, Emma, for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. Hello everyone, this is your producer John. I'm here today with Juliana Orkin, uh, here to talk to us about the Writing Center. Uh, Juliana, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. 
So to start off, how'd you get involved with the Writing Center? So I took the Write 290 course my spring semester freshman year because I was very interested in editing and I liked the idea of being able to help writers create the best work that they possibly can. But it took me admittedly a little while to want to work in the Writing Center. So sophomore year, I saw how much fun our other guest Emma was having with her job at the Writing Center. And by junior year, I decided that I should take the plunge and apply. And I've been loving it since. So follow-up question, what do you like about working in the Writing Center? I like the community we have. It's great to be able to work around such great tutors and great office assistants. We're able to, as tutors, bounce ideas off of each other. And it's great to be able to chat with the writing office assistants as well. So it's it's a lovely sense of community in our small basement workspace. Yes, it is the hidden gem of the community center. What are some of the most memorable moments in the writing center, either with students or your peers or both? Oh boy, that's a hard question. Particularly this year, I've had a great opportunity to be able to kind of sit around in a circle and chat with a lot of tutors just because of the hours I'm working. That midday hour seems to have a significant number of tutors. So it's been nice to be able to sit around and just chat with all of them. And then whoever is coming into the writing center at that 11 a.m. hour. I think some of the most significant appointments are when students really start to get it and they really are passionate about what they're writing and they start to ask me questions like, what if I did this? Or how about if I include this word instead of that word? And it's interesting to kind of see them begin to really develop a passion for their writing and an understanding of the significance of what they're writing. What's your favorite whiteboard survey so far? I am enjoying the debate over, I think we had a debate over if like salsa was considered a salad or not. So that was definitely a memorable one. I enjoyed seeing how that went about. And then I think there's right now one on candy corn. So is salsa a salad or not? It is not a salad. It is a dip. I I agree with, I think it's a little too like watery to be a salad. Like I've never (laughs) had a watery salad like that before. So, so do you have any advice for students who might be anxious either about the writing or to like make an appointment at the writing center at all? I mean, know that we are here to help you as tutors. We are not here to judge your writing. We're here to help you find ways to improve your writing in a way that's easy for you to understand and in a way that kind of complements the style of your writing so that it still sounds like you're writing but encompasses what the professor is looking for from you. So changing gears here a little bit, like our other guest Emma, you're also dual majoring, which is again an incredible task, so props to you. Uh, This time in professional writing and mass communication, how has your work in the Writing Center influenced uh, your studies? and vice versa. I think that with the Writing Center, it's given me an understanding of working with students. And I think that it's evident that both of them work hand in hand, because I think in mass communications, you're doing writing because you're writing scripts and you're writing, sometimes you're writing a paper and sometimes you're just sharing a story. And sometimes that story starts out with words and then you have to have that idea in your head form it into words. And then for me, I need to be able to find a visual to represent that idea. And I do that best by writing. So I think that that's how the mass communication major helps me with my writing. And then I think also sometimes students do come in with multimedia assignments. So I've also found my mass comm background to be helpful in that instance as well. What do they usually come in with? I've seen students come in with PowerPoints. I've also had one or two students come in with like a paper and then a video assignment. I think this was probably last year. And one final question. Uh, you're also a member of Hillel. Uh, you're the president of Hillel. Uh, could you tell our listeners a little bit about that organization and what you guys do? 
So YCP Hillel is our on-campus Jewish organization. We're a chapter of a much larger organization, Hillel International, which is the largest international organization in the world. And there, there are chapters across college campuses everywhere, basically. For me, what I do is I pretty much help our executive board execute events and I also serve as kind of a guiding force for all of our students who are part of Hillel and our Gordon scholars and our e-board to just kind of help them along the way throughout college. It's a role that's meant a lot to me and I definitely feel that having classes like digital writing have certainly helped me with kind of understanding marketing a little bit with Hillel and then of course I took a human design course on program design and evaluation and quite honestly that was life-changing and now I want to go into Jewish nonprofits. So it's interesting to see how being a double major has led me to a career in Jewish life and will allow me to hopefully function at a greater capacity. That's awesome. What events does Hillel have? So we have Shabbats every Friday, which are our services for day of rest. We also do some fun events like an upcoming Steffa Critter event, which has been pretty popular by cab. We are doing a Thanksgiving Shabbat, and then we have a Just Dance event coming up on November 9th. Sounds like a lot of fun. I know like the uh, Stuff of Critter events are always popular. They're always, there's always lines for them. So that's awesome. Anything else you'd like to plug or? I think that's it. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. Hello, everyone. Today I'm here with Zach Lugans. Uh, Zach, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so just to start things off here, how'd you get involved with the Writing Center? It's a funny story. I started off as a computer science major, and uh, I hate math, and computer science is pretty much entirely math. Yep. And so I looked at what I had really good grades in. It was everything that had like writing in it, any kind of writing project I, or reading I, uh, I had really good scores in. So I was like, all right, well, for one, I'm going to switch my major to something not computer science. And while doing that, someone was like, you write really well, you should apply for the uh, tutoring at, at the writing center. I was like, oh, okay. And so that's the whole thing that kickstarted it. Awesome. So what do you like about working in the writing center? A lot of stuff. Well, I really like just talking to people on a daily basis. You get like different ideas for writing, different techniques, different styles. You, you get to see what you should do. You get to see what you shouldn't do, You know what's effective, yeah. what's not effective. But I like helping people. You know, It's just one of my favorite things to do is just to help someone feel better, do better, be better. What are some of the most memorable moments uh, in the writing center? Honestly, most of them have been this semester. I feel like uh, being a guy in the writing center, a little bit harder for one. As, as a guy, if I were to get a tutor, I wouldn't want a guy. <laughs> so I feel like with that distinction, a lot of people just kind of gravitate towards the, uh, the female tutors, um, which, you know, they're great as well. But I see a lot less people to come and tutor. But when I do which has been drastically increased this semester. It's just great. I get to, uh, I help someone like figure out how to use a writing synthesis, which is now I, I tie that into every time I help someone like, Hey, do you know what this is? Do you know how to write an outline? And then once you do that and you teach them how to use it and what it's to be used for in a more practical way, cause they, so our professors teach it, but they're kind of not as connected with us, our, our age group as they, uh, would like to be. Yeah. And so being able to break it down in a way that other people can understand it, just it helps. Uh, so the most memorable was teaching someone that and then having them be so grateful and wanting to come back. Um, and then another one was uh, somebody wrote a not great paper and I just spent time helping them make it better. And they were very receptive to the corrections I was giving, like the ideas I was helping them put forth. 
And a lot of times, like people who come into the writing center, I don't say a lot, but often enough that it uh, stands out. People come in kind of expecting you to write the paper and yep. fix everything and just make it an A plus paper, which isn't how it works. So it's basically you just get peer advice from, from your peers. Yeah. And we took a class that helped teach us how to give good feedback in a way that it doesn't feel like we're criticizing mm. and, you know, makes them feel welcome, want to, want to come back, want to ask questions. One of my the favorite things in the writing center is this little picture quote we have that said, we're not here to make better writing. We're here to make better writers. Mm -hmm. And I always point to it when we get the people who want me to write the paper for them. We've asked Emma and Juliana about the whiteboard. What's your favorite whiteboard survey? <laughs> oh, man. See, I just love creating like divisive topics. <laughs> like I always go with like, is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, <laughs> is lava wet? Is cereal soup? And the amount of hours that we have spent <laughs> just arguing these benign points. Honestly, I wouldn't trade for anything. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I love arguing with people. Just, it, it's great. My favorite is is Lava Wet because it's it's so divisive. Like even whoever's listening to this, just go, go talk to someone right now and ask them, is Lava Wet? <laughs> and actually think about the question and you're, you'll be in a conversation for at least a half hour. I want to say no, but then there's also part of me that wants to say like, why not? Like, yeah. So it, it, the question comes, what is wet, right? Yeah. And a lot of people go with like, water's wet, so only water's wet. And then they're like, okay, what about oil or like pure alcohol or like a bunch of other things that are like liquid. So you figure out that it's a liquid, right? Yeah. And then you go, well, lava's a liquid, so wouldn't that make lava wet? And then a lot of screaming happens for the next 30 minutes <laughs> as you try to figure it out. Yeah. Or fun geology fact that I'm probably going to misinterpret but i found out that like lava is actually since mass since you don't lose mass essentially it's like lava is super heavy so it's like even though it looks like all like light and watery hmm. weighs a ton so <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of just, sense actually yeah just random because i yeah. bet obsidian's like heavy as, as hell too like. oh yeah 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 uh do you have any advice for students who might be anxious either about their writing or about making a appointment with the writing center yeah yeah i would just go just go it's mm. you know if you don't like it you can leave and, and that's really the worst case scenario. You're not getting charged money. You're not going to miss out on anything. You can literally just lie to the tutor and be like, thanks, that last thing you helped me with, that's all I needed. I'm going to leave. And you can just go. There's there's no need to, to worry about feeling judged or anything. We get a lot of different papers every day of different quality, different variety. And we approach all of it with understanding. You know, nobody starts off a great writer. It just comes with time and practice. So how has working in the writing center impacted your studies and your life outside of college? Uh, my studies? I have become a fantastic writer. <laughs> That's about it. I, it helps me to just more cohesively write something. Again, like I was saying earlier, when I help other people, I learn how to make my writing better. Mm -hmm. I see what to do, what not to do, what confuses me when I read it for the first time. And that translates fantastically into work as well. If I'm writing an email or if I'm writing some sort of form or a paper for, for work, it's perfect. Like, honestly, when I became a writing tuner, my boss came out, at, like, approached me and told me how much better my writing was by a substantial nice. margin. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> yeah. Shifting gears here for a second, you've been published in the newest volume of the York Review, volume mm -hmm. 28. Congrats. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's a great piece. It was a creative nonfiction piece called Blue. Could you tell us like what the writing process is for you? Because I find writing nonfiction very difficult. So like, wh what's it like for you? Writing any genre is difficult. Yeah, um, and each genre is its 
own beast, the best way to put it. You know, if I'm writing fiction, it's way easier to just kind of come up with things because I'm, I'm, it, you know, you're just BSing the whole time. It's just like, I don't know what this is, but I'll make it make sense later. Yeah. Or I can come back and fix it. And then with non-fiction creative writing, you know, you're, you're using imagery and details to represent like your emotions, the perception, like, and how your emotions affected your perception at that time. So it, it just comes from a lot of like reliving the experience that you're trying to, to write about. And I, even now I find like the more I read blue, the more I want to change little things. It's mm, like, yeah. Ooh, I could make this better. I can make this better. And that thing went through so many different iterations. I think I can think of five distinct iterations of where I just like wiped the board and then rewrote it pretty much. And yeah, it, it, just let it come out. You know, once you write it, you can reread it and edit it. And I've been told that a million times and it was only the most recent time when I rewrote it that I was like, you know what? All the professors here, they might be onto something yeah. with the whole writing process. <laughs> and the writing center also accepts creative work too, right? Mm -hmm. So if yeah. you're having trouble with that, you can also. Yeah, if you, if you need help with any kind of writing and you're a York College student, you can just come in. Like if you don't have a prompt or anything, just say like, oh, this is just a, a piece for fun, and we'll help you. We're there no matter what. You know, can make our day interesting. Uh, will you be submitting another piece to the, to the newest edition? Or? I wish. I do not have enough time, to, unfortunately, to do that. Yeah. I'm uh, I, I part-time tutor. I'm a full-time social worker for people with mental illnesses, and then a full-time student. So Yeah, that's a busy, busy schedule. So what's it like being a social worker? I'm, I'm pretty new to the field, I'm not going to lie. Three months ago, I was a construction worker, and I'd been in construction for about five years. Uh, so I've, I've moved from like a writing major to a psychology major, and now I plan on becoming a therapist. So a lot of oh. the social work is just to kind of help me get prepared for that. Yeah, so the social work, I'm dealing with people, a lot of mental illnesses, drug addiction, family history, trauma, all sorts of issues. And it just helps paint a picture of how that can affect people uh, to different degrees, what people are going through. Mm. Honestly, people with mental illnesses seem to be the most honest because like, for one, they, they aren't thinking in a way that they're like, how this person's going to see me this way and judge me. They're just like freaking out about something else mm -hmm. that like is very real to them that isn't real to us. And that's very eye opening for sure to, mm -hmm. to witness that firsthand. But yeah, I, honestly, it, it's probably going to spark a lot of writing for me once I get the time yeah. to write again. Yeah, definitely. So what's it like being a psychology major? I love it. <laughs> it. Coming out from computer science, which is a uh, very male-dominated field and very not for me, I went into professional writing, which was much more geared to me. I loved writing. I loved reading. The only reason I ended up changing from that major because I didn't think it was going to be something that I enjoyed long-term. I enjoy writing for me. I don't know if I'd enjoy writing for like the Dyson vacuum company when writing instructions on how to clean out the dustbin. Yeah. You know, that I could do it for sure. And I, I think I would be very successful at it, but I think my soul would be empty by the end of the, every work day. And in psychology, I just, and again, like I love helping people and I feel like psychology being a therapist really helps do that in a very concrete way. Like I, I'm not literally providing you like a shirt or clothes or a blanket or a place to live, but I'm helping give people life skills. I'm helping them to develop themselves further, mm -hmm. uh, which is the real secret to therapy is it's like they do very little. They just kind of guide you on how to teach yourself what to do. I've been in enough therapy to, yeah. to realize that too. So, so do you still like mess with computers? That's a hobby or just like, <laughs> I, I mean, I play video games all the time on my computer and I built my own desktop. So uh, yeah, I still mess around with it. 
my PC literally two t- days ago just stopped working, Oof. so now I got to like <laughs> rip it apart. Yeah. Um, probably gonna have fun with that over Thanksgiving break, but until then, yeah, no, temporarily not a gamer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my friends who's like big into PC gaming, he's just like it's it's, it's super expensive Legos. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's especially for 2020, super expensive Legos that are rare. It's true, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. collector's pieces. Mm-hmm. You want? Oh, you want a 3060? Uh, never, yeah. never. Two years later, I don't know if they uh, are finally in enough supply that they're just sitting on shelves. But I know at the start of this year they were still like you raffles for um, off of like Walmart and New, like Newegg, which is a computer sales part. Like it infuriating yeah i'd like to build a pc but just like it's too expensive and like i'm i'd rather rather have someone build it for me just because i'd be too scared of breaking they're surprisingly durable you know as long as you don't like jump on it uh you're pretty good (laughs) you know you get a nice table and a bag to store all of the small bits all of them you don't don't put the small bit on the table because someone's going to walk by it's going to shake off put it in a bag put it in a box put it in something and you could honestly just like follow a walkthrough on YouTube or just like screw around with it until you figure it out. It's more intuitive than you'd think. You know, I mean, it's like a graphics card on a motherboard really only has one spot where a graphics card goes. Mm. The most research you'll have to do is just finding out what pieces you need, like the essential pieces to running a PC. Otherwise, it just time it just takes time. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Thanks, Zach, for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I had fun. Hello, everyone. It's today with Ashlyn Bellman, Writing Center Tutor. Ashlyn, thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. So first question, how'd you get involved with the Writing Center? I got involved with the Writing Center from, I think it was an FCO course. I submitted a paper about introversion and extroversion, and my professor was just really happy with it. And she's like, you should take the class to be a writing tutor. I was like, what? really (laughs) are you joking right now but then i actually did so that's how i got involved with it yeah awesome and what do you like about working for the writing center i like the amount of people i get to meet i feel like it has made me more of an extrovert and being able to talk to more people especially working with students and i get to meet a lot of students too not only just like the other writing tutors but Getting to meet students is cool. So it's helped you get out of your shell a little bit? Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. A lot of it. I'm a lot more comfortable like just speaking to other people or speaking in front of a class. I feel more credible, I guess, if that's the word. Or, yeah, yeah. All yeah. experience definitely helps. Mm-hmm. So. What are some of your most memorable moments in the writing center? Where to start? I've had so <laughs> many memorable moments. I guess... My favorite times, we have a student who brings her kids in, and that's just my favorite. I love getting to see them, and watching them grow up is so cute. Nice. Um, It always entertains me for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's my most memorable, my favorite. Uh, So everyone by now knows the infamous whiteboard surveys. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some of your favorite surveys so far? Well, I'm one of the people who put most of the surveys up, so I'm a little biased, yeah. but my favorite one that's been up is the Lee's Bees Knees one, okay, yeah. because I think it's funny <laughs> that they actually have bees on their knees. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that one's been my favorite, and I got to draw the little bee, so. <laughs> yeah, and the answers were... Um, yes, or? obviously, and duh. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but Jaleel kept writing no, mm. and... None of us agreed. Yeah. Well, actually, I think maybe like one or two people agreed, but it wasn't valid, so we changed it to mm-hmm. duh. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bees are always valid on bees. Yes. So, yeah, we stand bees. So. Yes, we love bees. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Do you have any advice for students who might be anxious either about their writing or making an appointment with the writing center? I guess for the students who are anxious about coming to the writing center, we offer drop-off essay and that helped me, like that still helps me a lot if I don't feel like coming in to talk to someone. I used that before I was actually a tutor. But if you're anxious about just coming into the writing center, I guess we don't bite. <laughs> I'm a student too, so like don't be anxious. That's kind of hard to hard to just tell someone, but we're very friendly, so don't be anxious. <laughs> I think Emma. I think Emma said the same thing. You guys yeah. don't So I don't know any tutors that have ever bit anybody, but so. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, but I'm sure somewhere. Not, not yeah, YCP, not not so. at YCP. <laughs> Okay, next question. How has working in the writing center impacted your studies and work life? For my studies, it's definitely helped them because I'm not as inclined to skip class because I have to be here to make money by tutoring. My work life, it's also helped because I don't have to work at, I work at Giant when I'm not at the writing center, but I don't have to be there as much because I get another income by tutoring. So it's helped me not be at a job that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's always good. So changing gears here a little bit, your entrepreneurship and innovation major. Can you tell us listeners a little bit about that program? Yeah, so I started in 2020. My first semester was that spring, which was kind of kind of a little iffy, but yeah, a little I <laughs> yeah, I really like my major. I like the fact that it's so interdisciplinary and I can literally just work on whichever project I feel like I'm doing stuff with sustainability, but I also can do follow writing in that major too. It just depends on kind of whatever the student wants to do. I like the flexibility of it a lot. I also really like all my professors. We all get along. I actually got to write a paper about connecting business students and the writing center together. So um, that was another way that they connected. It's a small major. It's very tiny. There's probably like three or four classes being offered for it next semester. Oh, wow. It's slowly decreasing. I think that's because like no one really thinks they can be an entrepreneur, but it's definitely, I mean, I like my major. I haven't changed it. So I've been in the same one my whole college. Awesome. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty rare. Yeah. Did you go all the way through? Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in business or entrepreneurship or just any of that? Um, yeah. Okay. So originally I came into college wanting to open a dispensary. I still do, but college just kind of helped me broaden that more because now I'm into writing. I really care about like the environment and keeping it sustainable. So like tying those into a dispensary or something with cannabis, I think would definitely be beneficial. So you said you wanted to own your own dispensary? What's, yes, sir. Or what led you to that goal besides the fact that weed's awesome? Yeah, um, pretty much that. <laughs> <laughs> how it withstood throughout the pandemic and actually grew with mm. the pandemic. I thought that that was a really interesting concept. Also, just kind of like the bad rap that cannabis gets, I kind of feel like it's relatable. Not relatable, but relatable in that, like, I want to be a part of something that's getting a bad rap that I can help lower the stigma of mm. because I don't think it should be something that people are in jail for you also have a funny story with your grandma 
So I was focusing on this for my entrepreneurship class because one of them I'm doing like um, cannabis. It's like a nonprofit type thing that I'm trying to build up. But yeah, so my grandma, when she had to get her medical card, she went to the doctor's office and gave them the money for to get approved or whatever. And then they sent her to a different physician. But I realized that, well, she realized and I realized that they don't have to be in a clinical setting in order to give you your medical card, which is kind of like, huh? <laughs> it's a medical card. Let's be in a clinician's office. I don't know. But yeah, so she met the lady who gave her her medical card in a Panera's parking lot. And I mean, I don't care, but I feel like that's kind of like furthering the stigma around it because yeah. that kind of sounds like a drug deal. Like, I'm going to give you this in your car and then you go buy your weed, you know? So yeah, that's kind of where I got the inspiration from for that project from just kind of like trying to disassemble the stigma around it. And then mm -hmm. I did more, more research and thinking about like even just the names at the dispensaries, like my grandma can go get something like Alaskan Thunderfuck. And I'm like, <laughs> how is this? If you, if Pennsylvania wants to treat it like a medical issue, then mm -hmm. treat it like a medical issue. Don't beat around the bush and keep, keep with the stereotypes, you know? Yeah. It's kind of hard to be taken seriously when, it's not being taken seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even just like the term, like medical marijuana, that's still kind of like giving into the stereotype of it being like a controversial, like devil's lettuce type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, and though we don't like the funny names, just like yeah, should they, they can we separate. love the funny names. Yeah, we're yeah. so here for it. But if I feel like if PA is trying to keep it a medical thing, then they should keep it a medical thing. Mm -hmm. And if they're gonna legalize it, then legalize it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Ashley, for coming. Yeah, in. of course. Thanks for having me. And that concludes our episode on the Reading Center. Special thanks to Dr. Peck, Emma, Juliana, Ashlyn, and Zach for talking with us about the Writing Center. And super special thanks to Dr. Zerby for agreeing to participate in our commercial. Rest assured that he would never start an email with howdy y'all. And if you suggest otherwise, outside of a comedic sketch, like ours, he will throw you in the creek. Just kidding. Also, thank you, Lexi, for helping Dr. Zerby with his appointment. Join us next time for our final episode as we talk to the YCP community about what brings us joy. The semester is winding down, it's getting colder outside, and if you're like me, you're probably starting to feel the seasonal blues. So this is a great opportunity to bring some positivity and happiness to the airwaves. As always, like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time on The Rough Draft. Bye-bye.